like emphasize that and lift you up to whatever type of woman you are, whether you're like super girly or a little bit more masculine or whatever you are, we want to just emphasize that that is okay. And whoever you come as, as a woman is like, that is who you need to be. And so that's what we want to lift up. do it okay we're here welcome to the first episode of feminine state of mind podcast with your host ash and mj Ooh, i'm so excited to do this podcast with you i know i can't believe we're doing it's been a long time yeah it's been a long time coming mm-hmm. this is crazy uh, i'm super excited so i'm ashley i'm 27 and i've known mahela we've been i actually was just thinking about this the other day and because I was talking to Rob, who's my boyfriend, and well, I'm always talking about you, Mahela. Um, and I was like, wow, we've actually been friends for almost 10 years now. Wow. Yeah. You're almost right. 10 years. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. That's insane. I know. We're it's old. so crazy, actually. <laughs> yeah. So we met in high school, actually. Mm-hmm. I was a a newer student the year before and um so it was grade 12 right yeah grade grade 12. Mm-hmm. yeah and I was sitting in the cafeteria and it was like what new student registration or some shit like that yep and I saw Mahalo walk in and right away I was like that bitch is new and she's hot and she's gonna be my friend because <laughs> I was new last year and I knew how fucking hard it was to be like new in a new school end of high school terrible Oh my God. So I was like, yeah, she's going to be my friend. And then we were. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And you are so right. Like I remember walking into that school one. I just hated my life had just moved to Alberta last year of high school. Obviously no one wants to move their last year of high school. Like I wanted to be with like my friends that I grew up with that Mm -hmm. I I wanted to graduate with them. So I'm walking in already just hating my life I didn't even notice anybody that day I just had like my head down doing my registration thinking about how you much came in with your mom too right I did yeah yeah, yeah. she came in to register with me and so who's also a babe by the way <laughs> my mom yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah that was like just an awful day and then I remember seeing you in cosmetology class and I was like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think that was it's, the first time we talked yeah that's right I remember yeah yeah um and it's crazy too like once we started actually like talking and becoming friends it was like the more we hung out and the more and also too I feel like it was just like instant connection like we were like instant besties 100%. like there was no there was no none of that like you know how friendships start almost like a real relationship where you have that like talking period where it's like almost a little bit awkward and like hanging out it's a little bit awkward and I feel like we just didn't even have that no we didn't like we were comfortable in silence pretty much immediately yeah we did not have to we did not have to talk we did not have to do anything like I remember just like laying in your bed watching the notebook in like complete silence (laughs) yeah (laughs) like second day it was like 
I know I was like yeah I like this chick and like the more we talked to I was like wow our lives are like seriously very parallel like I know people talk about like soul sisters and stuff but like this is actually like next level shit oh it 100% is like even just when we met each other we both were just from these super small towns in BC had both been like dragged up to Leduc Alberta (laughs) (laughs) of all places places and just like finding out that you were from BC I was like oh and from a small town it was just like Mm -hmm. like, immediately I know and then like obviously like we might touch on this stuff a little bit later down the road in our podcast but you know like we've gone through like some of the same fucked up traumas too like things that I like only know my sibling to have gone through I'm like I talked to you and I'm like damn, this girl gets it because you also went through like crazy, crazy stuff at the exact same time. I think that was always the craziest is like when we, you know, cause we didn't live in the same place for very long and like obviously yeah. kind of would keep in contact, but distance, obviously you're not always talking to somebody, but every single time we would catch up, it was like, holy shit, you went through this too. Or like this happened to you. Like what? Like we were, we have always literally been in the same place. I know. Cause like, cause like you, you were only in the high school for like what, six months. Right. And then you went back to graduate at home. Yes. So we kind of did like lose ties a little bit throughout, like after high school and stuff. And then it was funny because I had moved to the island, which is where I live now. And you reached out and you were like, holy shit, I fucking live here too. Of all places. (laughs) Of all places. And then that's when we really reconnected and like really became like hella tight. Oh my God. Yeah. We lived, I think, what is Lady Smith from Comox? Like two and a half hours away? Two and a half hours. And it was like we like we're in a long distance relationship we're like okay this weekend I'll come to your house next weekend I'll come to your house we're like literally like changing our work schedules so we would like on the same schedule <laughs> yes so we could <laughs> hang out together on our days off it was so yeah. good yeah oh I actually fucking miss that I miss that too that was so much fun I especially miss our like Halloween adventures and like our spooky yes. movies and everything that we used to do around that time and all our photo taking I miss you taking photos my Instagram sucks now god my Instagram was fucking popping back then (laughs) now it's trash I know I need you (laughs) help um yeah so today we are going to be tapping into a little bit of the dark feminine side. So I guess, I guess we'll backtrack a little bit and talk about like what our podcast really is going to be about and kind of why we're here. Yes. So, I mean, Ash and I have talked about doing a podcast together for ever now and we're finally doing it. I know. One, I mean, we think we're hilarious. So hopefully if anyone's listening to this, you guys do too. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, we really try to be the best versions of ourselves. I think um, that we can, and we're very we're women loving women. Let's put yes. it that way. Yeah. So, uh, basically, what the feminine means to us, uh, what we stand by, uh, we're going to be talking about everything. I mean, sex, 
love, relationships, uh, tapping into like today, the dark feminine, um, being our highest selves. Yeah, I think like you and I as friends too. And I think the reason why we're like such great friends too is we just feed off each other's energy so much in such a positive way. So whenever you and I get together, it's so positive and it's so empowering. And like we're always talking about like how to level up. Like you and I, there's no competition and it's always about like lifting each other up. And I feel like we're just going to kind of embrace that and kind of like put it into a podcast. So we want to be like bringing other women on to interview them and like talk about like just badass, just being badass bitches. Like, you know, I feel like nowadays too, like there's kind of, it's almost like not a positive thing to really, really embrace being a woman and being super feminine and like embracing those feminine, um, uh, what's the word um stereotypes like it's okay like and I want to like just voice that so much that like being a woman and being girly and being a really womanly woman is that's okay and that's a great thing and I just I can't wait to really like dive into that stuff I agree whatever type of woman you are that is 100% okay and we just mm-hmm. want to like emphasize that and lift you up to whatever type of woman you are, whether you're like super girly or a little bit more masculine or whatever you are, we want to just emphasize that that is okay. And whoever you come as, as a woman is like, that is who you need to be. And so that's what we want to lift up. Got chills even talking about it. (laughs) I'm so excited to be doing this. Wow. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. So yeah. So like I kind of mentioned before, um, I mean, we, we it is Halloween today, mm-hmm. so we really wanted to play into the spooky vibes because Mahela's a witch and I'm a vampire. <laughs> um, so we really wanted to talk about dark femininity and like, what is that and how to embrace that and how to really bring that part out. So um, Mahela, why don't you kind of tell us a little bit like what is dark femininity and especially to you like what does that mean to you so dark femininity to me is like the transformational period um as a woman so it is you know being your authentic like true self it is creating those boundaries in your life it is not you know being a pushover being a people pleaser it's like being sexually empowered and just being your true self and embracing who that is and not being apologetic for be, like coming as you truly are. That is yeah, what dark feminine means to me. Yeah. And like, there is such a connotation around dark and light being good and bad. So we really want to kind of get rid of that stigma around that, that like dark femininity, it's not a negative femininity. It's not negative part of yourself it's like almost more of that like really fiery side that real deep passionate side that like really drives you you know like you said like not being a pushover having those boundaries and really like being assertive woman you know and as a woman like we really do get told like oh well she's moody oh well she's this or she's a bitch or she's that like right off the bat and like fucking let them say that you know if you know 
Exactly. I think that's a big part is not listening to all the chatter around you that other people are saying, because at the end of the day, you know who the fuck you are. And it you do not get to, it's not your business. I think that's like my favorite quote is it really isn't your business what other people say about you. Like whether yeah. they say you're a bitch or you're moody or whatever, who cares? Are you thriving? Are you succeeding? Then you're doing yeah. just fine, girl. Yeah, and even just like the way you said that, just like literally um, radiates dark femininity. Like just be who the fuck you are. Yeah. And like stop listening to like social media and stop listening to um what's the word of uh um society stop listening to society (laughs) like stop like you said like quiet that chatter and just focus on yourself and I think that really really embracing that and um finding your true passion and like you like you said like just being super true to yourself and like really being confident in that and like not letting anyone else like bend that or sway that and like being like putting your foot down and being like this is me take it or leave it and I really think that like that is kind of dark femininity it I agree 100 percent yes like just being a bad bitch just (laughs) Just be a bad bad bitch (laughs) I love that quote of the day just be a bad bitch I like it Yeah. So with that being said, um, like, you know, that notion where it's dark and light femininity, good and bad, Mm -hmm. there is toxic femininity, just like how, you know, we, we do talk a lot of shit about toxic masculinity within men, but we don't really hear a lot about toxic femininity, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we are feminists here, but we are men lovers here. Don't get that twisted. A hundred percent. Love our boys. We yes, love them. Yeah. Even though sometimes they're not smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we still love them anyway. It's okay. We love our boys. Um, we love men. So that's not what this podcast is about either. We're not men haters. We're lovers. Um, we just think that we just need to boost up the woman, womanhood more. Exactly. Yes. So with all that being said, like, there is toxic femininity and, like, yeah, so that would be, like, submitting down and just obeying and being quiet and, you know, like, letting other people dim your light, almost. Yes. I find it's, like, toxic to yourself. Exactly, and just you know, like, like we kind of touched on earlier, like not being true to yourself, being a pushover, let people like being so agreeable to everything when really you just want to say no, it's all of those things are toxic femininity because you're, you're, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you're betraying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're not being true to who you are and what you want to do. And obviously there's going to be things in life that you don't want to do that. Obviously you have to, but when it comes to your mental health, your well-being, and like your core value too, if you're going against that core value and you feel it in your gut, like this is not what I want to be doing, like genuinely deep down. Yeah. That's like definitely betraying yourself. Exactly. And like, I mean, I don't know how comfortable you feel about like talking about this and, but I know with your past, 
um, with like religion and stuff like that, you were pretty much taught to have like to be quiet, right? And like all of that to almost embrace that toxic femininity. Exactly. And I think that's a big thing we should touch on is when we look at toxic femininity, it is a lot of what women were taught, you know, before women empowerment really came into play. And, you know, Mm -hmm. before we were allowed to vote, it was you, the men were the men of the house. You listened to the man, you were obedient to what they said. You didn't have a voice. You didn't speak out. You, you listened, obeyed, you cleaned, you cooked, you did all of that. Not that there's anything wrong with cleaning and cooking, but the rest of it, you weren't allowed to be your own person. Yeah. So I will say, I do want to touch on real like feminism oh I completely agree which is why I think we need to um dictate like what feminism is to us like we are retaking that word okay and it is not that we hate men that women don't aren't gonna shave their underarms and yeah throw away bras and burn them that is not what it is about it is about having a voice being true to yourself and you know, we go from there, but, and I feel like embracing just like being a female as well. Like, I feel like nowadays too, this may be very controversial, but I feel like nowadays it's like almost, it's frowned upon to be proud of how you were born. I'm proud to be a woman. I am. I'm very proud. I, I embrace it so hard. I love being a woman and I love I love the stereotypical women things too. And the reason why we love them is because we're women. It's in our DNA. (laughs) I want to wear heels. I want to wear makeup. I want to do that. And it's okay. Yes. And like, yeah, you're right. You don't have to like burn all those classic woman, feminine, feminine things to be empowered as a woman. Exactly. Because here's the thing, like men and women are, we're different. Mm -hmm. We're different. We are different things. So like, it's okay to be a man and it is okay to be a woman. And you know what? If you want to be in between flip-flop, whatever the fuck you want, that's cool too. Yeah. But just, again, it's going back to like being authentic to yourself. Just like embrace that to whatever extent that is to you. Yes, I agree. Like women are beautiful and it is beautiful to be a woman. We literally bring life into this world. Like- (laughs) (laughs) like like incredible the the things that our bodies can do like how in tune we are just with the earth in general with like having a period how our moods are at different times of the year like I think we forget that we are literally nature like we are so and so incredible and we like need to embrace that power again Yeah, I actually really love that you said that. I love that. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, so I guess we like did kind of touch on like how to really like truly embrace that and how to like bring out your dark side. Um, I know when we were like doing our little research on like dark femininity, it had some examples of some really powerful women that um, you read out. Um, I know like Angelina Jolene was one, Rihanna, she is another one that they mentioned. And it's so right. Like those women have this, like this vibe. I mean, Rihanna is like literally the biggest example that we can use. She's such a bad bitch and we all know it. Mm -hmm. She just is. 
you know like even that famous interview when they're like what do you look like or what do you look for in a man and she's like first of all honey I don't need a man oh, boom yes for share share being like I am a rich man oh yes period perfect one like she's yeah yeah that's exactly the vibe and the whole like aura I guess of like dark feminine one it's just like a it's like a vibe you know yeah exactly like you don't need anybody to tell you what you need you know what you need you know what you want and you're here for it and you're getting it like don't stand in their way exactly and I feel like you know some women naturally have a little bit more of that um and like it's totally cool to like be a little bit more like definitely on the like light side naturally Mm -hmm. um no I I completely agree like so I think a big thing to put in here is there is no light without a dark and vice versa so and I think that is something that I want to really emphasize is you can have more light. You can be the more empathetic, um, nurturing, like healing, you know, be more in your light feminine. But I feel like in order to, if you naturally gravitate towards the light feminine, you need to tap into your dark feminine to really, especially if you are very empathetic and you know gravitate towards that set your boundaries which is part of your dark side you need to hone into that dark side to really be able to radiate the light and same with the dark you know what I mean like you need to you need to tap into your light and be able to feel all of that like the the empathy the nurturing the healing you need to be able to feel all of what that means in order to really know what you want and that's the dark feminine. Yeah, that's a like super good point because I feel like me personally, like I'm definitely more of a dark feminine energy, like just naturally. I'm an Aries, so it's like in my fucking blood. Um, so I am more feisty and fiery. And you're so right. Like I do really have to bring that light into my darkness. Um, just so I don't it can it can go from being very like confident and assertive to like to just being a bitch Mm -hmm. there is a line so don't get that twisted either like don't get it twisted as like oh I'm just gonna be a fucking bitch and that's my dark side so deal with it like that's not what we're getting at either yeah no that's toxic femininity okay (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) which we don't want that shit man like we just want like we just want to love. We exactly. just want to love. And I think you're right. Like, and funny enough, I think I'm the opposite of you. I think I'm more of the light feminine. Like I'm, I find like I'm very empathetic, um, which literally I, look at our backgrounds right now. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my, my background, I'll kind of tell you guys, um, is I'm sitting here with a black walls in my black fireplace going behind me and Mahela's in this beautiful white glowing room (laughs) but you know what I do agree with you that like you're definitely more on the light side and I'm more on the dark side I feel like that's why we come together so well is we really balance each other out 100% yes we've always said that like you and I are like the exact same person but we're like opposites as well we've always said that yeah I agree it's so Mm -hmm. good yeah it's yin 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 and yang 
Yeah. Yin, yin, <laughs> yin to my yang. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So I guess um, we could, I mean, tap a little bit into really how to tap into your dark side and how to embrace it. Cause I think people yeah. will want to like kind of hear that. Um, yeah. What is like your, what is your biggest thing you would say that helps you tap into your dark or your light, I guess, what helps yeah. you bring out your, your true self, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So my personal biggest, I'll call it a skill that I've learned and practiced, um, is self-discipline. That's my biggest thing. I really, truly, truly believe that discipline is one of the highest forms of self-love that you could have. Um, and I guess also to having self-love. So this is how I practice self-love with myself is being disciplined. So if you know me, um, I'm a bodybuilder and, in order to be a bodybuilder, you need to have insane discipline. Um, I didn't always have this, but after competing in the sport and learning that, like, if I truly put in work fully, don't cut corners, and I really just do what I need to do when I need to do it perfectly, first of all, if you put in the work hard in the beginning, like, it'll help you in the long run rather than cutting corners. It's going to take longer and longer and longer. But I found that once I learned that skill and I saw results from it, I was like, wow, I'm going to apply this to my daily life. And now I really, I practice that with everything. So it's waking up on time. It's feeding myself properly. It's having proper hygiene. It's having, making time for friends and family and like it sounds ridiculous to be disciplined with that, but when we're adults and our life is fucking nutso, you really do have to carve out solid time for people and for yourself. So I truly believe that my biggest practice is, yeah, self-discipline. Because when I'm like, when I'm having a, a rough day maybe, and I push myself, I won't say force, but when I push myself to do the things that I know are good for me, but I don't maybe want to do them in that moment. When I'm done doing that task, I'm like, wow, yeah, I am a bad bitch. I fucking did that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I've had to do, like, I'll, I'll kind of refer this back to my bodybuilding for instance, but you know, when I'm prepping for a show and I'm so tired and I'm dieted out and, and I hop on that cardio machine and I do my hour of cardio and I cry through it sometimes, but I get off and I'm like, I fucking did that. I did that. I seeing it. I remember seeing it firsthand. Like yes. you just do not stop. And it's like so motivating, especially like, I mean, you, you really are, I think one of the most disciplined people I have ever met, especially when it comes Thank to you. Your bodybuilding. And it's like, so what's in, inspiring to see you, Thank you. Like, especially during prep. Cause man, I saw her meals. <laughs> yeah it's fucking hard she used to feed me candy just so she just so I could tell her how good it tastes I was literally just gonna say so Mahalo and I lived together for quite a bit and um I was prepping pretty much the whole fucking time so anytime I would want something or if we like had family events um 
I would be like, Mahela, like you have to let me like fill your plate. Like I would dish Hala's plate. I, if I wanted candy, I'd like make Hala eat it in front of me and be like, how does it taste? Tell me. <laughs> Literally, I would have to like give her all the subtle notes of flavor. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh God. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so discipline is, that's just one of the tools that I use, but that's my main one. How about yourself? What do you, how do you practice that? I would say my biggest thing that I do for myself, I think is journaling. Mm. Um, journaling is a big one for me. I use it for all aspects of my life, whether I'm just having a bad day and just need to get things off my mind. I find honestly, if I'm struggling with, you know, a situation or an encounter that I at the time didn't know, like how to handle or, I didn't know how I really felt about it. I will just start writing and I find some, I find out so much just from writing scenarios down about like how I actually felt in that moment or like what I need to work on. And so that really helps me just work through some of my emotions that I might not be able to recognize right away in situations. And so when you're writing, like how, how do you use that to like to bring that out is there like certain writing styles that you do like or do you just kind of like diary journal or is there like exercises that you do I just really so what I normally start is like I'll write down like what kind of happened or like what scenario it was that I was struggling with and how I felt at the moment or I feel writing it down right now and then I will just go through and normally as I'm just writing it down because you're kind of replaying it in your head I'll be like oh you know what like I I think I felt this way due to this like if I had like a triggering moment or like something like that where I felt a certain way mad angry sad um hurt then I can kind of work through why I felt that way at that time and normally by the end like I feel so much better and I have so much more clarity just about like myself in that moment and why I might have reacted the way I did or why I felt a certain type of emotion which I think just really for me, it's breaking down and just getting to my true self and like what, what triggers me, what I need to work on in myself a lot of the time. So I think that is therapeutic for you. Yes. It's very therapeutic for me. And I also just use it for like manifesting. Like I, I use, um, if you have ever followed the holistic psychologist, she's awesome, by the way, if you ever go on there, but she does this thing where it's like future self journaling. So you basically like you, you write as if you, so if you want to be a doctor, for example, you would write in present tense, basically that you are a doctor and like how you're, how you want your life to look, you would write that all kind of in present tense. So it's already like, you've achieved it and it helps it's like it's super cool because it just it I think it just motivates you really to push for what you want because you are literally playing out your life on this piece of paper about how you want your life to look and it really is up to you to make that happen and so I think it's it's super cool and it that's how I think my biggest practice of you know tapping into dark feminine and practicing self-love is yeah through journaling for me 
Yeah, I love that. I actually practice journaling as well, but I do it in a different style than you. And that's why I was kind of asking like what kind of style. So I actually, a few months ago, I was kind of like feeling really almost lost, like with my days. So I have two careers. I'm a barber as well as I'm a personal trainer and an online fitness coach. So my barbering job is part-time and I'm a coach full-time. So I work for myself and I, I structure my days however I please. Right. So I was feeling quite lost in my days and I wouldn't say I've never been diagnosed with ADD. And I know it's kind of like trendy right now to have ADD or everyone says they do, but I definitely feel like I have tendencies. So for me, I can kind of like waste my time a lot so I I really like started reading about like entrepreneurship and blah 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 all that stuff and one of the biggest things was a morning routine um to have a morning routine and uh, we can like totally deep dive deep dive on like routines and stuff in a a later episode which I think will be a cool idea Mm -hmm. but um so I started journaling as part of my morning routine so I, I wake up and I journal right away I don't look at my phone That's the biggest key. Don't open my phone. And I journal, um, but I do a gratitude journal. So I just write, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for, blah, blah, blah. I write that. And then I also, at the end of that, underneath, I'll write my affirmations. So my manifestations, um, I write them in present tense as well. So my biggest things are like, I am a wealthy woman, as in like wealth is in like abundance and you know, I am a entrepreneur. I am a good partner. I am, you know, mm-hmm. so I love that because I also do that. And I, I really genuinely feel like as soon as I started doing that, um, it really mentally almost really changed me. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Like that, like a five, 10 minute practice can like literally change your life, but it really does. So I love that. Yeah. I 100% agree. I love the prompts. I actually, sometimes when I'm just stuck, cause I mean, sometimes you just don't know what to write. I, again, cause you know, Ashley's a witch and I'm a vamp or no, sorry, Ashley's a vampire and I'm a witch. <laughs> I have lots of tarot cards and just different cards, but I have this set that I use a lot and it's basically just quotes like, um, you know, uh, to like lead with love or like whatever, but I will, I'll Mm -hmm. sit and kind of meditate and I'll pull a card and I'll use that as like a prompt and why I think like I pulled that card and what that like means to me. And that is also super, again, like same sort of thing, just super helpful, like definitely changes you mentally. If you don't journal journal, it's like life-changing seriously. Agreed. Yeah. Um, So like kind of like leaning into your witchy side, I know you have kind of a cool dark feminine ritual um, that you were going to tell me about. I'm excited to hear. Yeah. So I am totally big. I actually for, you know, when we were doing kind of research into the dark feminine and what that means to us, I came across this ritual, which I thought was super cool, but if you know me, I love moon rituals. I'm like actually sad when I miss a new moon or a full moon. Cause I yeah, you're like a little moon baby. I am a moon baby. Yeah. I, I love doing, um, like moon rituals. They're like, I don't know. They just really help me reset and kind of hone in on my goals and 
where I want to be. So, I mean, we can, we can talk about that in a different episode too, uh, which I think would be cool. But this one is a dark moon ritual to help you kind of tap into your dark feminine. So dark moons happen about like two to three days before a new moon. So the nice thing about this is you can really create your own ritual around this. It's completely personal based. So what you would do is, um, I think journaling again, I cannot stress it enough, but journaling, um, and just talking about like what you want to release that no longer serves you, um, what you want to bring into the new moon, like what, what your goals are, what your ambitions are, and just completely putting on paper everything that you want to release, whether it's, you know, like a trait about yourself or a relationship or anything, just anything that is no longer serving you, you're going to put down on this piece of paper. And I mean, you can do whatever you want from there. You can burn that piece of paper. (laughs) You can take- I've done that. And I, it's, it's a good feeling to like, write down some shit that like, like you said, is not serving you anymore and just burn it. So one of my good friends, Robbie Lee, who I'm sure we'll have on the podcast, um, she does these full moon rituals actually. And she puts them on and she has people come to them and it's, it's a whole thing. Like it's amazing. I've been to them a few times and, um, she does a, a exercise like that too, where we'll all write something down and like put it in the, be safe, by the way, (laughs) don't burn your house down. (laughs) Go outside. Unless the fireman's hot, but anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like we said, we love a man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we did a practice like that where we like burnt this piece of paper. And again, like some of these things sound silly and it sounds like like you'll feel kind of like funny doing them for the first couple of times. But let me tell you, it feels fucking good. It feels amazing. Agreed. Like I have done that a few times. I have done that with like, yeah, things that are no longer serving me. If like, you know, I just want to, I just have like a terrible thought that I just want to like clear. I'll like write it down and just burn that shit. And it feels so good. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you can really just, that's the great thing about rituals is you can do whatever you want. You can take a bath. You (laughs) can, you can have a fire burning ritual. Yeah. Safely, safely. safely. (laughs) Whatever, whatever you want. But I think it's super cool to really do that, to really help you hone in on your dark feminine, especially around this time of year. Yeah. A hundred percent. So can you tell us when the next new moon will be? So if people want to do a new moon ritual and you said it was two, three days before two to three days before. So look for a, a night when it's completely dark and you can't see the moon. That's the dark moon. All right. And what day would that be? November 23rd will be the new moon. So mm. so we have just under a month to prepare for that. So exactly. lots of love time. that. <laughs> yes. Love it. Should we get high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, baby. Now I am leveled. Let's do this. You know, we love a spooky story, and no one's house is more haunted than Mahela's. <laughs> I've lived in it before, and let me tell you, <laughs> that shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I would love to say it's the house, but I think it might just be me. <laughs> 
yeah could be you know I've like since for from a young young age I okay so I'll kind of backtrack a little bit here I um my family is part gypsy so from a young age I have been very open to spirituality as in like however you want to take that just like spirituality period um my family is part gypsy so my mom like really um leans into that side of our family and so I grew up in a house with crystals and I grew up like if I had a bad dream my mom would do a dream spell for me or like like I really grew up like that so um I've always been really open to the other side I guess and um I wouldn't say that I'm like haunted per se but I would definitely say I experience a lot of paranormal things because I'm so open to it and because I truly believe it I truly believe that we live among the dead mm-hmm. <laughs> <Be honest. laughs> and I, I know that you are the same in that sense Yes, which is funny because I grew up very religious, which we can talk about a different time. But um, so very much like not believing in ghosts or anything like that. And uh, But as I've grown older and just done my own research and read and kind of accepted what makes the most sense to me in this life, I am the same way. I'm very spiritual and open to the other side if that's what yeah we'll call it the other side I like yeah um but it's yeah I mean it comes with its (laughs) yes (laughs) stories (laughs) yes so like when I moved into Halo's house or we okay so we we moved from the island up into the Kootenays and your beautiful mother let us live with her for the summer so that's where we were um and we even in the time I think I was at that place for what two months maybe mm-hmm. About that. Yeah, summer. yeah and even that I experienced a lot in that time in your house <laughs> and not even alone either like yeah. a lot of the yeah. stuff happened when I was like with you or with your brother or with your whole family yes it didn't happen with your whole family there yep so why don't we kind of dive in and tell those stories a little bit <laughs> let's do this all right um well let's start with I guess I think the one where we were all sitting out on the patio was the craziest one yeah. for me yeah. um so we were with I can't remember, but we were with like family friends and no one was in the house. We were all um, sitting out on the patio. The only person missing was Jake, my brother. Which I'll I'll say too, it was your, it was for your brother's graduation. It was your whole family. It was like your family, like your grandparents were there. Right. Yes. Yes. Your mom, your grandparents, maybe some family friends as well. Me. And then your brother was at work. (laughs) So, yeah. So he was the only one missing. And we're all sitting outside, you know, talking. And we hear the door open and, like, footsteps, you know, 
walking around and we we're like, all of us were like, oh, like Jake must be home. So we all continued to talk, expecting him to, you know, appear shortly. Like you can, when you walk into my house, you can, you can see the patio. So he would know everyone's out there. Uh, and no one came. So we're like, what the heck? And we went inside to see where he would be thinking maybe he was in the washroom or something. And I think it was your mom did. Your mom's like, I'll go, I'll go see. I'll go get him. Cause we were about to eat. I think that's what we were going to do. Yes. We were about to have, yeah, the barbecue and she comes back out and she's like, no one's home. And we were like, what? Like, no, like we heard him. And she was like, no one is home. And then, you know, obviously, cause you don't go to ghost right away. We were like, oh, maybe he came home and then forgot something at work. Like he must've just, you know, ran back out. Yeah. And so Jake finally does come home and we were like, Hey, like, did you come home and leave? And he was like, no. And I was like, like, I just got home. Yeah. <laughs> we all stopped. We were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like it was like clear as day. Someone came into the house. And Someone was walking around in the house. Yes. Except no one was home. And I think the door was locked. Yeah. And you know, so Hala's room was upstairs at the time and mine was downstairs and there was a little hallway, which, um, my, it went my bedroom, Jake, her brother, his bedroom. And then there was a closet at the very end and like a storage room closet. And every fucking day that door was open and the light would be on in that room every day. I remember asking you, remember, I was like, Hey, like, and like no one was going down there. Like it was just Jake and I down there usually. Like yeah. no one was going in that closet. It was a storage closet. Like there was no reason to be going in there. Mm-hmm. And it was every fucking night that I went to go to bed, that closet door was open and the light was on. <laughs> I was so I started taking pictures every time. I felt like pictures of it. I was so <laughs> fucking scared. And I remember asking you, I'm like, is that you? Like, are you opening? I asked Jake. He's like, oh, no. And your mom never went down there. No. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember also you and I sitting upstairs and no one else was home. We were just talking and we heard like the loudest bang. And we're like, that was that. Yeah, that was like actually insane. We would have checked that out too. We were fucking scared. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing was out of place. Nothing fell like. Nope, nothing. So crazy. We were like. Was the closet door open too when we went down there? I can't remember, but I remember like fucking freaking out. Yeah. Because it was loud. Like it sounded like something like crashed to the floor. And it was pretty late too. And like, yeah, nothing, nothing was moved down there. Like nothing. nothing. So crazy. And actually, I'm going to steal my brother's content because I was just recently in Africa for two and a half weeks. Um, So my brother was home all by himself. And he told me so he has like a head and shoulders shampoo, you know, two in one men shit. Five in one, (laughs) just for men. With the pump on it, right? That locks. Right. And uh, he said he got in the shower and went to use like the, the pump and it was locked. And he was like, what the fuck is he never locks the pump on his thing. He never does. Once that. you unlock it, unless you're going somewhere with it, you're not locking it again. Exactly. So he was yeah. so confused and he was like, that's fucked up. And he made a mental note and switched it 
to like unlock and was like, okay, like it's unlocked, whatever. Yeah. Goes to work the next day, comes home to shower and it's fucking locked. I seriously. And that was recently. Hey, That was recently. <laughs> and then actually last night, the garage light was just randomly on. And I like looked because we it was so funny. We were sitting on the couch watching a movie and I turned and I was like, hey, did you go in the garage? And he was like, nope, but the light's on, isn't it? And I was like, yes. And he was like, yeah, it's been doing that. And I like got up. He was like, don't turn it off. And I was like, why? And he was like, because it'll turn back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just better to like leave it on so you don't scare yourself more. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. just super random shit. Like I don't know what ghost this is. It's not evil. It just truly likes to scare the shit out of you with certain little things. For sure. So, yeah. It's- I actually recently had some like weird thing happen at my place too. So um the room that I'm recording in right now is my room. So um Rob is such a sweetheart. He gave me the spare room um to do whatever I want with it. So I have my walls filled. I'm, I'm a total antique nerd too. Love that shit. I love it so much. So my room is filled with them and I have like gallery wall. It's like a gallery wall with all my frames and everything. And I've got old, old pictures from like, from the fi- like 1915 to like now of my family and stuff. And I was gifted recently a few months ago. Um, my great granddad's old calligraphy pen oh wow yeah so um I have a frame with him and my nana on their wedding day like it's so it's a such a cool picture they're like not smiling they're just standing side by side it's black and white like it's it's really cool Mm -hmm. so I put the pen in the frame just like rested it on there and um I went out like of the room to just whatever I was doing in the kitchen and I heard a bang as well like I was like what the fuck so I came back into my room and the calligraphy calligraphy (laughs) the calligraphy pen had fallen out of the frame and stabbed itself into my wooden vanity which is an also an antique vanity stabbed itself just standing straight up just 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 stabbed in the wood I have pictures of it. I'll show you. I, this is my mom's granddad. So right away I sent my mom pictures of it. I was like, this literally, I came into the room and it's like this. She's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was crazy. I was like, I didn't even want to take it out of the wood for a while. Cause I was like, damn, this is so crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I know. So that was like probably the craziest thing that's happened to me recently. That's crazy. I haven't yeah. had any, I mean, other than last night with the, the garage, I had, don't think I've had anything crazy, but I think the craziest story for me was actually in like, um, the house I lived in, um, all through high school. Uh, and it was again, just me and my brother home. My mom wasn't home and I was sleeping downstairs in her room. And I woke up at probably like two, three in the morning and just like, her Jake's so my brother has the heaviest footsteps like he yeah which is why we thought he was home yes which is literally why he stomps like he stomps when he walks it's 
so heavy footed. So anyway, I wake up at probably two or three in the morning and hear him like coming down the stairs, getting food from the fridge, going up the stairs, coming down. But he like did that over and over and over again. And I am like wide awake and getting mad because I can't fall back asleep because he just keeps like going down for more shit from the fridge or whatever he was doing. And so I woke up the next morning and he comes down and I was like, yo man, like you cannot do that. Like you kept me up all night, like going back and forth. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, dude, you were literally like stomping all night, like coming downstairs from your room to get like food. And he was like, Mahela, I went to bed at 11 and I did not get up until now. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And he was like, yes, like dead serious. He's like, I did not get up once and go to the fridge. And when I tell you, I was dead ass awake, like sitting up in bed about to bust out of this room and whoop his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Like that one was like so real to me because it was so loud and like right outside my door, like passing. It was like, so crazy to me god I kind of have a similar story actually I um so when I did live in Alberta my room was in the basement and our basement was unfinished but I I created this like cool space downstairs and I had these like I hung really long curtains as the walls and so I didn't have like a solid wall essentially And um, this happened to me on two separate occasions and both times someone else was with me. So yeah, I wasn't, this wasn't just myself. Um, But so I was laying in bed and one time it was with my friend and we heard someone literally walk down the stairs and walk past my bed. The curtain even swayed, like someone walked past it. We heard it, it clear as day. It's a fucking curtain between us. Mm -hmm. And my friend literally said, she turned to me and she was like, who's down here? And I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, just thinking it was family. And I was like, hello, hello, nothing like nothing. And then we were too scared to even look. (laughs) (laughs) And the other time it was the exact same story. Wow. I know. I was like, damn, that's so crazy. I remember that house too. Yeah. It was not a good place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys can find us on Instagram at Feminine State of Mind. And both of our Instagrams are linked there. I'm Astronaut Fit. And Mahela is Hela J. Yeah. Hela J. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.